I'm home and I'm ready to preach. I've been stopped up for six weeks. So all I'm going to tell you is get ready. Because I think this may be one of the best series we ever do because of the revelation God has given me on this topic right here. If you're taking notes, I want you to get out your, your notepads and your smartphone, your dumb phone, whatever you have. And um, we're going to start. I want to say hi to Transformation Nation. We have literally thousands of people watching with us right now. Can we give it up for everybody watching online? We love you. You're a part of what we're doing here. Today, we are starting a brand new series called Planted, Not Buried. And I'm hyped because there have been so many people who have been in a season where they don't know which one of these they are. The subtitle of this series is What to Do When You're Under. And I started to think about it is that as I poll people and I ask where people are in their life and in their relationships and what's going on in their business and what's going on in their hearts and what's going on, a lot of people I started to talk to, they were under. They were under pressure. They were undervalued. They, 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 they literally had a sense of being underqualified. People are under attack. They're underpaid. How many people are underpaid in the place right now? Somebody say, it's me, oh Lord. <laughs> Some of them are under fire, under equipped, underestimated. Some people are underfunded and even there are some that feel like they're just underground. Like nobody even knows what God's placed on the inside of me and that I could be more and do more. And I just want to encourage people's faith. That there is a place that you can live in God. That no matter what you are under. That your faith will be able to take you to a place that you can rise, sustain, and watch this. Make it through. See, everybody wants God to magically deliver them from something. But what if God's plan was for you to make it through it? See, see, all of us, would you God save me now? He said, I'm going to sustain you now. Like, like I'm, I'm going to take you through it. And most of us want to give up at that point because that's not the easy way. But God wants you to know that growth and comfort can never go together. Those two things are arch enemies and will never be able to produce at the same time. And many of you want to be comfortable, watch all your Netflix shows, still hook up on the side, do all of these other things and still see everything God has for you. And growth and comfort do not mix. And so what I want everybody to understand is that if you're under in any area of your life, this series is for you. If you're under depression, if you're under attack, if you're under what people are saying about you, even family members. God is coming to revive and give your faith in Ivy. And I'm telling you, I don't know how long this series is going to be. I must confess. <laughs> Because as God keeps revealing to me, he's trying to get something to you so you do not quit prematurely. So that you don't give up on the marriage and you don't throw in the towel and you don't go back home from college just because it's in a hard season. God said, and I want you to write this down because this is point number one, under does not mean over. 
See, a lot of people think if you're under pressure, it's over. We should give up. If we're under attack, if we're under the, the, the strain or if we're underpaid, there's no way the vision can happen. What are you talking about? This is God we're talking about. And you're God's child. Under does not mean over. Somebody say that. Under does not mean over. You didn't even say it with your chest. You said it just under. I want somebody's faith to be awakened today. Because you've come in here numb to life because you thought this was your lot in life. But I came to revive your faith today. I dare somebody with to say it with everything and you say under does not mean over. Here we go. Go to Psalms chapter one, verse three. By the end of this service, somebody's going to get your life back. So somebody's vision is going to be restored. Your marriage that is shaky right now, you're going to be like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We made it this far. What doesn't kill us makes us stronger. Baby, come on, let's do it. I'm just saying because it's all about perspective and where you're at and where you see yourself. And so I want to read you a scripture that for many of us is like one of those scriptures. Like if you could pick a scripture to happen to you, you would want Psalms chapter one, verse three to happen to you. Like this is like one of those that's like, yes, sign me up. I want to do this. And I want us to read this, but I want us to take it a little deeper than what we probably would just in reading um, for a devotional. I want us to study it and see what the word of God has to say. Look what it says in Psalms chapter one, verse three. It says, they are like trees. Everybody shout at me, planted. Planted. Like, like, like this is what God wants for every believer. For your relationship with him to after maturity look like a tree that has been planted. Now, 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 tell me the name of a big tree. What's a big tree? An oak tree. We already know. Y'all done studied, huh? And an oak tree is not a small thing. If you've ever come in contact with an oak tree, these things can be hundreds of feet high. You literally can walk around the, the bark of the tree. These things provide shade. They can provide sh shelter. They can provide nourishment. There's so many things a tree can do. And out of everything, David, who's writing this, could compare our relationship with God with, he compares it to a tree that is planted by rivers of living water. Now, I just want you to get this image of you being a tree. Plant. No, I know you're weak right now. I know that you don't really have, you don't have good um, self-esteem in your visual image and you've been cut down and chopped on and, and all these other things. But just for a second, I want you to see vision, right? I want you to see your best self. I want you to see yourself with an ab. One. That's all I'm believing God for. I just want, in my lifetime, I want one ab. I just, it can just sit right there. Like, I, I want you, I want you, I want you to see yourself free from depression. I want you to see yourself not worrying about finances because God is your supplier. I want you to see yourself literally being blessed to be a blessing. I want you to see yourself free from everybody who hurts you. That's the tree. That's you. Somebody say, that's me. Like, like, like he wants us to be a tree. Put it back up there. Planted. Everybody say planted. planted. Along the riverbanks. The reason why 
he puts the metaphor of it being a tree planted by riverbanks is because then you don't have to depend on rain. Because it's planted so close to water, no matter if it rains or not, this is why when you're planted close to God, when, when you're, when you're, because out of our belly should show, um, flow strength, y'all, I'm stuck. <laughs> out of your belly, it was so good, I just, <laughs> like, like out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. That's the living water of God. When, when we're close, we don't have to depend on what's happening in the atmosphere. We can, we don't have to depend on what's happening in government. We don't have to depend on what's happening on our job. We can take from the living. This is what God wants for your life. He wants you to be a tree planted by the rivers of living water. Check this part out. Bearing fruit in each season. Do you know why this is significant? Because no tree bears fruit in every season. But God is saying he wants your relationship with him to be able to bear fruit no matter what season it is. Summer, fruit. Winter, fruit. Spring, fruit. Fall, fruit. Lay me off my job, fruit. Leave me, fruit. I lost a loved one, fruit. It doesn't matter what you throw at me. I'm still going to bear fruit. And see, so many of us are just so satisfied with the one time we had fruit. The, the, the one time God came through. We, we, we still praise him for the one miracle that happened when we were 17. And God said, did you not know that I wanted you to be so connected with me that your relationship looked like a tree planted by me that bears fruit no matter what? What happens? Somebody say fruit. Like, like, so, so let's go back. Your relationship with God should be like a tree. Everybody say planted. planted. Along the riverbanks bearing fruit. Everybody say fruit. fruit. In each season, check this out. Their leaves never wither. Now this is crazy. Because the natural cycle of trees, we're about to hit the fall right now and every tree in Tulsa all the leaves are going to start withering up and turning a different color and eventually they're going to fall off the reason that that happens as I study is because there's a season that the tree has to go into for storing its nutrients to be able to survive the winter so it stops supplying nutrients to the things that are on the outside God's saying because you're planted near me you will be able to get everything you need so you don't have to save anything you don't have to hold nothing back. You, oh, come on. Some of y'all been holding stuff back from God, trying to wait on reserve. He said, because you're planning, I don't want out of ideas. Your most creative idea hasn't come to you yet. The business idea, the thought, the thing that I'm going to do, you ain't even seen it yet because you're planted next to me. And it says you will keep leaves in every season. So it doesn't matter if everybody around you is withering up and dying. When you're connected to the, the source, you will produce, look, and actually be healthy in every season. Because you know everybody try to look healthy. But, but, but God is saying this is what 
your relationship should look like. One more, and this is the best one. They are like trees. Everybody say planted. planted. Along the riverbanks bearing fruit. Everybody say fruit. fruit. In each season and their leaves. Everybody say never wither. Never wither. This is you. This is you. This is the image that God sees of you. This is the image that you should see of yourself. This is the image you should see of your relationship and your kids. This is you. I'm always bearing fruit. I'm always green. I'm always giving nourishment to somebody else. I'm always shade. I'm always looking good. I'm always. And then it says, and this type of person, they prosper in all they do. Do do y'all know how crazy that is? That everything that you even think about doing works. Like God wants to co-sign all of your ideas that line up with his will. Just, just imagine how that feels. God, I want to, I want to, I want to touch this school and buy backpacks for the whole school. Well, you're a single mother. Uh, you're planted. (laughs) Next to me, I'm the supplier of all your needs. I'll send somebody in to pay for the whole. Like, like this is a thing that you got to understand. Everything you can do with God can prosper. The problem is most of us aren't planted in a place that we can grow roots. We're potted plants. And we put ourselves in confined small spaces and we move from place to place trying to look good and be seen. Instead of getting in a place where God can keep us there long enough for us to get the roots to be able to go high. And so we we use this. This is what potted plants look like. It's well, my family only did this much or I only went to this college or I was abused and 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 my start won't be I'm old and and I'm black and I'm and the the man is against me all of y'all are potted plants you've let a limitation define how high that you could go but today through this series I want you to understand that God is here to break all of your limits And anybody that will allow him, he will get you to the place where you can be planted in a spacious place where you can become everything that God has called you to be. I want to show you a a, a picture because everybody wants this to happen. Everything I do works. I'm planted. I'm I'm, I'm bearing fruit. I'm always green. That's what I want, God. But I realized something as I was studying this, like, and it hit me. Trees are not planted. Seeds are. God's never planted a tree. He's always planted a seed. So what you're discounting because it's so small, God is counting on to become tall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My little gift, my my little family, my, 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 my little. And God says, you don't see what I see. I gave it to you in that form so that they couldn't destroy it before you knew how to work it. But I'm telling you that that little will become much if you put it in a place where it can be. Everybody shout at me planted. But will you stay in the same place long enough to let God do the work? 
I know you're trying to get out of that job, but what if that was the ground that God was trying to make you in? Uh-oh, oh, I'm coming for you today because I know some of y'all been praying all week. Lord, just if you would burn the place down, it's okay with me. Lord, I can just get the insurance check, disability out. I'm hurting now. Like you, like, like you. And what if God said, I put you there? I, I allowed that because that was the environment that your seed would become a tree. Ah, I know, I know because all of us, especially in our Instagram fast microwave generation, we want our seed to just hit that miracle grow overnight and we want it to be a forest. But God said, it's seed time harvest. Those are three different things. It's seed and then time and then Put that picture on the screen because I want everybody to see what you look like R right there. That's you. That's what God has planted in you. A seed. And I want you to look at how much God does under the surface before he does anything that people can see. I, I mean, nature is speaking to us right now. It, it literally at the moment the seed wants to go up, what does God say it has to do? Go down. Humility. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I know you want to be the CEO right now. I know. But God says, I can't take you up if you don't have any roots to hold what we're going to build. The only thing that can take a tree out and its own volition is it not having roots that were dug deep enough to withstand what God was trying to build. And some of us have been so frustrated with the season we've been under and we've been looking at it as God punishing us or this is negative. But what you don't understand is this is the place where you're developing roots. Can I be practical with you? What are roots, Pastor Mike? Character. Integrity. Humility. Jan, crazy Jan at your job. She's there to teach you humility because the old you would have cussed her out every day at 845. Jan, come here. Let me cuss you out like that. That would have been the old you. But something that God's doing in you at that same job, at that same place, while you're still under that wrong leadership, that leader who discriminates against you that leader who who you know is doing the wrong thing god has you there not because he's punishing you because he's building your roots and some of y'all have had the wrong perspective you thought that what was happening was to take you out and god says what's happening is i'm making you right now and i can't allow everybody to see it because if they saw it they try to put you pull you up and put you in a pot they would try to take what you have and put it on display until you were no longer valuable to them. But God said what I'm building in you, it's going to be something that goes deep and that when it is time, it's going to go high. Put that picture back on. I'm about to preach the fool out this picture. Look at this. Look at this. Look, look at the fourth picture. Do you see how much God has been doing? But how little it looks on the surface. Most of us would overlook that. Oh, oh, yeah. Look at you, your little business, huh? Look at that. You selling it on what? eBay? Oh. 
That's so cute. What they don't understand is that's the seed with deep roots that is going to be a Fortune 500 company that they'll work for one day. See, see but, but God's not going to allow them to see that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, you're just staying holy. You're saving yourself till you get married. Oh, okay. <laughs> you ain't even that cute. And, and, and God said, no, 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 no. They don't understand that what, what he has for you requires purity. Like there's somebody on the other side of this that is doing the same thing. And equal has to meet equal because we're going to be whole going into this marriage anyway. And so he said, you keep doing that. And all people can see is discount what looks little, but they don't know what's happening under. And I came to encourage somebody and change your perspective and sweat out of this suit because I need somebody to understand that God does not have you in that place to take you out. He has you in that place to make you. And this is the hard thing about this is because when you're planted, <laughs> it's dark. When you're planted, if you're a seed that gets planted in the ground. It's lonely. Matter of fact, if you want to be completely transparent about it, it's a season that's hard. Like, like, why? And many times you're just asking God, why? Like, why isn't this working? I thought I obeyed you. I thought I did what's happening. Why? 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 Like, why is this keep why does this same situation keep happening? Why do I go to the altar and repent and want a better relationship and the same knucklehead keeps coming into my life with a different name and I keep falling for it and I don't want to? Why? Is this marriage not working? And we've been to every counselor I can think of. Why can't I kick this addiction? Like, like, like I don't know about you, but these are, these are the things that happened in me. Like, I'm not, ta- I'm not talking about all the other. No, no, no. I pray it happens. Forget you. Like, 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 like for me, there are things that it's like, yo, why is this so dark? I'm at church every Sunday. I'm paying my tithe and I'm still broke. Oh, y'all want to be fake this morning? Like, I gave on the first pastor. My lights got cut off on the second. Where is God? Has anybody ever just in any sense? Oh, come on, y'all. We're humble, open, and transparent in this church. Has anybody ever been in a place and you said, where is God? Come on, where is God? Thank you. The reason why this is so beautiful is point number three. The place of death and the place of destiny look the same for a season. Let me explain it to you. If, if I take a seed and I dig up the dirt and I put it in the ground and I cover it, it is the exact same process to take a dead body, dig up the dirt, put it in the ground and cover it. And so what ends up happening is if depending on our perspective, and what we're filled with, if we're, if we're filled with faith and, and we know that God has a plan for our life and all things are working together for us, depending on our perspective, the enemy can convince you that the place where God is curating your destiny is the place that you should curl up and die. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I know. 
Like, 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 that's why you've been about to pull the plug on the very thing that he said for you to do. That's why you won't stay plugged into church. That's why you keep going from relationship and relationship and marriage to marriage. It's because the same place, right when you get to the point to start getting some roots, the enemy convinces you that that place means God has forsaken you. That really means that's the place where God is making you. And if you don't understand it, you will uproot yourself from a place that God was using to make you who he created you to be. Mike, you better preach. I will. No, no. Look, it's dark in both places. It's hard in both places. It's isolated in both places. And what you have to get the faith to believe is though I'm under, it's not over. Like, like, I know that the common person will look at my business and say, it is over. That is, a, this is a memorial service for any business plans that this person would ever have. And God says, what did I tell you? When you were writing in that journal, what did I say to you? He said, no, it's going to look the same for a season, but I'm the God who started something in you and I'm the God who's going to finish it in you if you do not get up. Can somebody give God some praise in this place? Oh yeah, because some of us, I know it's taking a second because everything that's happened to you, you've taken as a sign that you need to stop. And maybe it's a sign that God's trying to start something. You're under. You're under the pressure. You're underpaid. Yes. You're undervalued. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of us are under depression, under wrong thoughts, under perversion. You're under a whole bunch of stuff. God says, this is where I do my best work. If I can find somebody to have faith when it looks dark. If I could find somebody to have faith when it looks bad. And this is the thing that Philippians 1 6 says. Because I know some of you are right here right now and you are under addiction. You're under hurt. I mean, I was praying for somebody so feverishly this week because I know how bad they're hurt. And they can't even see that God's trying to use them right now because every area is sensitive. You know, when you get bruised in one area, then it just like you touch their finger like, ah, that hurts. Like it's, and, and that's how many of you right now are. That's why you can't get in any relationships with anybody, just friends, business partners. It's because something hurts you so bad that when somebody just tries to reach out and touch your hand, it's callous everywhere. And God is saying, will you allow me to be the one to take you into a place and heal? you and give you mend the broken pieces and give you roots that will allow you to withstand because God has something so big for you that takes you having to have deep roots and maybe maybe the problem is now on purpose maybe the hurt has an assignment maybe them leaving you has left you in the best place to become who God's created you to be. What you have to get in your mind right now is it's not over. I'm just under. I want you to say that with me. Somebody say, it's not over. I'm just under. See, the beautiful thing about being under 
is that the work that God does, only he can get the glory for. Many of us want our, our, our rise to be on Insta stories. We want what God does in our life to be something that's glorious. And God says, I want all the credit for this. So I'm going to put you in a season that looks like you should curl up and die. But once you know that I'm for you and I'm with you, look what, oh my, I'm so excited. Look what Philippians 1, 6 says. And I am certain that the God who began a good work, like with that little seed, with that thing that everybody's calling insignificant, with that little relationship, with that little service, with that little, he said, he who started a good work within who? Like, like this is where people don't get it. God's not trying to do something to bring his name glory outside of you. Like he wants to do the work. Everybody say in me. That's why you have to stay planted because every time you uproot, you start the process over again. And that's why you're going from church to church to church to church. And there's a problem at every church that you go to, baby. You are the common denominator. You're the problem. But God said, could you stay planted somewhere long enough to build roots so that I can do what I want to do in you? Yeah, you'll be offended. Yeah, but you're gonna, that's going to happen everywhere. Yeah, you're not going to like something. That's going to happen everywhere. Yeah, anime. see, this is the thing. When God's trying to teach you faithfulness and he's trying to get these things, remember, roots in you so that he can build what he wants to do, build in you. He rarely ever builds what he needs you to have in the same atmosphere that you're in. That's why when God's trying to teach you faithfulness, he'll send you to the children's ministry. Work with these kids, work, 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 teach them, love on them, be there for them, give them all. And you're like, God, I've been working in this area for seven years. And he said, I'm trying to teach you faithfulness because while you're single in this place right now and you're so ready to have a husband after those first few weeks, you're going to realize that you don't like him that much. And you're going to have to be faithful to him even when it's bad for better or for worse. And God said, I was trying to teach you faithfulness for your marriage when you were faithfulness in serving. But you'll never learn and get the roots if you won't stay. Everybody shout at me, planted. planted. So, so when I started looking at this, I said, okay, God, if, if, if this is what you really want to do in all of us, then I'm going to need some help. Like many of you are going to need help because you're under right now. You're under pressure. You're underdeveloped. <laughs> Some of us are underqualified. That's how the enemy makes us feel. My God, God will never do anything with you. Imagine how Sarah felt. Who God gave a promise to 25 years earlier than he fulfilled it. She was under for 25 years. Not a sign of anything. What she did is what most of us would do is we unpot ourselves. We come un, un, unplanted and we try to do something in our own power. You know what she did? She said, God, I think you just missed it. I believed you back in the day, but you missed it. So I'm going to help you out because you 
forgot what you were doing. This is a dusty old woman. It's no milk here. Just air. You hear what I'm saying? I can't do this. And imagine every year she's celebrating 70 years old. Happy birthday, Sarah. It probably was. God didn't do what he said he was going to do. 75, 80, 85. Happy birthday. Just stop. Because I don't want to be reminded that I'm still under. Like, 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 like I can't even praise with other people when God does good things because I, I, I'm just been under so long. I've, 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 I've become dead, hurt. But she tried. She said, God, I'm going to help you. And she goes and get her servant, Hagar. And, and, and she says, Abraham, come here. Sleep with Hagar. He's like, don't even play. Do not even do that. I ain't, girl, you know I ain't going to do that. She said, uh-uh, we're going to get this baby. This son is coming. We're going to force the promise of God. But we're going to make an illegitimate seed. And Abraham was like, okay, cool. If you say so, you know what I'm saying? I'm just going to follow my wife. I'm submitted. <laughs> and they, they create a baby that's illegitimate. And probably somewhere around the time where they was in baby mama drama, because they were having a Maury Povich episode every day. You can read the Bible. It's in there. And like they, she probably prayed this prayer. God, I'm sorry for trying to do it my way. God, I'm going to get planted back in what you've called me to be. And she had to wait. But isn't it like God to allow us to be under long enough for him to get the glory? And at the age of 90, this woman gets pregnant. Now, do you know how odd it would look to somebody for, for, for somebody who's been under so long? that everybody's counted them out for God to do. Now it becomes a miracle. If he did it now, it would be normal. But if the odds are stacked, if you're under some stuff and he still does it, when time is out, when nobody believes it can happen, when it's been over, God says, that's who I am. I am the God of the impossible. What the enemy has convinced you is your death is just the place that I'm creating and cultivating your destiny. You will have that business. You will have that marriage. Your family will be saying, I need somebody to rejoice with me. You will stand and declare God's mighty acts. But you know what? I know. You've already given up. You've already been convinced that you're buried. I mean, that's great for other people passing the mic, but it's not going to happen for me. Today, I want you to realize something very significant. That the only way that you can really tell if something is planted or buried is not by something external. Because I could plant a coin right now, but because there's nothing inside of a coin, it would just stay buried. But if I plant a seed today because of what is inside of it, or maybe I should say what or who is inside of it.
See, because if you're the seed, who is inside of you? It doesn't matter how much dirt gets thrown on me. It does not matter how insignificant I may look. As long as the greater one lives on the inside of me, you can bury me six feet under and I am not buried. I am planted. I am going to come up. I'm going to be strong. I think John says it like this. Greater is he that is in me than anything that is in the world that's why you have to make sure that you're feeding on the word of God that God is inside of you that faith is inside of you because pressure can be all on you and you can be under but if the greater one is in you I don't care if they have the memorial one day you'll be able to stand tall as this tree and say y'all thought I was dead <laughs> you missed it I was planted, not buried. I'm telling somebody today, get your hope back. Get your faith back. I know it looks the same as something that's dead, but you have to choose to die. You, you, you're in this, I know it's dark and all that, but you'll choose to die. And God said, that's the same place I was about to create your miracle. That marriage, don't get out of it. Work on it. Cause I'm gonna make that a bigger testimony than anything you could ever. Don't, don't quit. Don't quit the business because you failed three times. Do it again. Cause I'm gonna get the glory out of this thing from beginning to the end. Hear what I'm saying to you. The next, how many ever parts of this series I do. I'm gonna teach you what to do when you're under. Cause the enemy has had his last day convincing any of us that we are buried. Oh, somebody should be able to rejoice right there. This will not take you out. Somebody shout at me. I'm planted, not buried. Come on, one more time. Say, I'm planted, not buried. And maybe you're in this place. You're saying, Pastor, I feel all the weight of the world on me right now. I'm under. I'm really under it. And I, 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 if I had time, I'd tell you all of it, but I'm under. All you have to do is worry about what's on the inside. And you may be in this place and you want to invite the God of the universe on the inside. So that no matter, do y'all re realize this? That even when crap happens, some of y'all know where I'm going. The very thing that's stinky, inconvenient, and disgusting. I think Romans 8 says it like this. All things work together for my good. So the very thing that you thought was going to embarrass me and take me out becomes fertilizer. And it'll be the very thing that accelerates what God is doing in my life. I'm telling you, you have to change your perspective today. You are not buried. You are not going to die. Just because you're under, it is not over. You are planted. And God's about to get the glory out of your life. Can somebody give God praise? Oh, come on, like you're planted. And you're not. Oh, I dare you. Hallelujah.